Hello and welcome back to our study of Penine Halacha, the teachings of Rabbi Leazar Malamed Shlita. I know it's been quite a few weeks since we last met in this format. Been away in the summertime, and I am happy to be back so we can continue our study as we head close to Rosh Chodesh Elul and, of course, to the new year that looms ahead. And I come to you with direct greetings and blessings from Rav Malamed himself. I had the opportunity a few days ago to meet with him in Harbracha, and I have to tell you what a special opportunity that was not only to be able to meet him in his home, in his study but also to be there in the week of Parshas Re'eh, where we read about the bracha given on Har Grizim and Har Eval. Of course, Har Bracha is called Har Bracha because it is the mountain of blessing, because it is on Har Grizim, right near Shechem, right near Elon Moreh, such biblical importance. But it was a true thrill to meet with the Rav once again. He was very, very pleased with the work and the learning that's taking place here in this format and he further gave me his blessing to continue. So I have renewed and more, let's say, passionate approach to this mode of study after meeting with the Rav, and he gave me such great advice and blessings to my family and, again, to the entire Kehillah. So we're continuing where we left off in the mitzvah of Ben Adam L'chaveiro, and the next chapter is Mitzvah Samacha. Mitzvah al-Adam Yisrael Sharoas Chaveiro Chotesh there is a mitzvah that when you see someone, a friend of yours, is sinning that you have to try to say something to prevent him from sinning. Now, I always say that the Jew's favorite pastime is telling another Jew they're doing something wrong. So there are parameters to it, so let's see. The protest against your friend's misbehavior, Jewishly speaking, cannot come from a place of hatred, but rather has to be the opposite. It has to come from love and a sense of responsibility to his state of being. Just like you would be concerned for your friend if he was going hungry, you want to make sure that he had food to eat, so too you have to make sure that his neshama is not deficient, his soul is not deficient through sin. So therefore we find the juxtaposition of loving one's friend and giving musr or giving rebuke or reprimand or trying to correct somebody's ways. They're all found right next to one another because it has to come from love. We see and we learn that it is through tochacha, which is the word that we're going to use, tochacha, which is rebuke. This is true love. And that's only in the merit of true love for your neighbor and for your friend that you can actually give rebuke. And if you have the ability to prevent, to realistically prevent, your friend from doing sin, and you refrained from doing so. You didn't, for whatever reason, you didn't say anything. So Chazal considered it as if you actually have sinned yourself, and you'll receive the punishment. And the greater the level of sin that could possibly be committed, and you have the ability to prevent it, and you don't, that's how much more the obligation 
of your rebuke is. says that if anybody can prevent or rebuke the people of his house and he doesn't do so, he is nitpas, he's punished al beso for their sins. If it has to do with your family, with your community, or even worldwide, and you have the ability to do something and you don't, then you will be held accountable. It's very weighty to think about carrying that upon your shoulders. The Rav says this is the reason of the plague that struck the Jewish people after the story of Korach and his uprising against Moshe, Korach with his cohorts, that we saw after Korach that there were Arba Eser Elef, 14,700 people who died. And if Moshe and Rabbeinu and Aaron had not stepped in with the act of the Keturus, with that whole showdown, who knows how many more people would have died. Korach and his cohorts, they were a small minority. They were nothing. However, so many more people joined into this argument, into the fray. And everyone else stood around, and they did not protest. It should have been, according to the law, that everyone should have stood on the side of Moshe Rabbeinu. Because all the goodness that came to the Jewish people during that period of time came because of Moshe Rabbeinu. Therefore, they should have chased out Korach, and his cohorts, and they should have been embarrassed to have even shown their faces for trying to create such an uprising. And they say that anyone who tries to protest against Moshe Rabbeinu should never be given a voice and should never even have any sort of traction. But rather, they stood silently. They saw everything that Moshe and Aaron were taking from this small group of people, Korach and his cohorts, and they said nothing. And not even this. And if you read carefully in the Pesukim, it tells you that even after Korach and his cohorts were swallowed in the earth and way down into the depths, and we saw, of course, that Moshe Rabbeinu was right, nevertheless, people complained, and they said, why did you kill? And this is the word Am Hashem, the nation of God. Therefore, because of this, Hashem punished them because they didn't stand up on Moshe Rabbeinu's side. They didn't protest whatsoever. Because all these people who did not protest, they were guilty. They were guilty, just as guilty as Korach and his cohorts, and that's why so many people died, and they didn't stand up for the right cause, for the cause of Moshe Rabbeinu. Now, this is a complicated halacha, and I'll just add to this that, you know, we think we could just tell everybody else what to do, and if you're worried about yourself, you're going to be punished with their sin, but hocheich tochich, again, has to come from a place of ahava, has to come from a place of love with good intention, and also, Chazal teach us that you have to be assured that the recipient will accept your rebuke. Sometimes 
it doesn't always go that way. You have good intentions, but the recipient doesn't necessarily take it that way. So these are matters we have to take into our own hands. It's tricky. It's not that simple. And especially in today's world, in the strife that we're seeing in Israel, we have to wonder how much are we really doing to stand up for what's right. I'm not talking about sides of an issue. I'm talking about splitting the achdos, the unity in Klal Yisrael. That's something that we're probably going to be held to task for. So why are we not doing more? In any event, it's good to be back, and it is wonderful to be learning with you again. God willing, we'll continue on the weekdays with this topic of Bein Adam Lechavero, something that is such an important topic these days. And I'm happy to be back learning with all of you. Hope you have a great day. We'll see you here next time as we study Pnei Halacha, the teachings of Rebbe Yezim Shlita.